Hey everyone, it's John, and before we jump into today's seasonally appropriate episode about Preacher's Kids and Halloween, which is coming up pretty soon, I wanted to tell you about something really exciting and ask all of our PK Nation to do us a favor. This week's episode is sponsored by the brand new Christian film called The Order of Rights, which is actually a compelling story about the life of a preacher's kid. It's got a twist that you won't want to miss, and as far as Christian movies are concerned, we've all seen those really corny, cheesy ones, or like the Hallmark sappy ones. This is not that. It has a phenomenal story, the actors are actually really good actors, and you will really, really love the message that is pro-life that this movie has to bring. Listen, here's the cool part. If you enter this giveaway that the Order of Rights movie is sponsoring and the Preacher's Kids are helping tell the world about, you could win a really, really nice ping pong table or a PlayStation 5 plus an extra controller plus some free games or a Chick-fil-A catered dinner for your student ministry. And who doesn't want a brand new ping pong table, a PS5, or a Chick-fil-A catered dinner? You're going to want to check out all of the details on our Instagram at Those Preacher's Kids. And I want to ask you to do two things. First of all, enter the giveaway. Like, the way to enter is so extraordinarily simple, and the prizes are freaking awesome. And secondly, I want to ask you to go to the Order of Rights Instagram account, which we've linked to on our Instagram, and share the trailer and all the different things as related to the movie on your stories and with your friends. You won't want to miss this movie, and you'd be doing us and every PK out there a huge favor by helping spread the word about this incredible story. Find out more on our Instagram or at orderofrightsmovie.com. Welcome back to the Preacher's Kids Podcast with Eli Blevins and John Groves. The PK Podcast is sponsored by the MI Agency, connecting excellent speakers and worship leaders with excellent platforms. Check them out at the miagency.com. I mean, I'm doing great. Boo. Living the dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't scare me like that, though. I won't. That's funny. I um, mean, today is a special, special episode day. Yes. It's, it's, our, it's our Halloween episode. It's our Halloween episode. Or as I like to call it as a kid, our Hallelujah Festival episode. <laughs> it's time <laughs> to talk about Hallelujah Fest. Yes. Or indeed. as our church called it, love and respect. But we'll get into that. Hallelujah Fest a or bit. Love and Respect? I think Hallelujah Fest, Fall Festival, whatever, they all sound better than the one that I grew up with. Instead of going, instead of like doing camps, I think we should send our kids to Hallelujah Fests and Love and Respect camps. Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why the world is in the shape that it's in. Because more kids didn't get to experience Hallelujah Fest. Absolutely. And man, there's <laughs> Halloween, what a time. So What a time for us. Real quick, I think before we dive into uh, PK's Halloween alternatives and the reason why PK's Halloween alternatives, yep. could we talk a little bit about the origins of Halloween? It's bad. It's very bad. Well, there was you know quite a bit going on that was pretty, pretty awful, and it doesn't matter... Uh, which website or which source you're pulling from, this began as something that was absolutely just, just terrible. And it's not fake news. Absolutely. 
But then Christians kind of have a habit of taking things and trying to turn them into something a little bit more spiritual, right? They they gave a great attempt. Right, they made a great attempt. Mm -hmm. And it really was Christians who took something so radically awful and turned it into something involving candy. Only Christians could do that. Only Christians could do that. (laughs) Isn't it funny how the Christians took, you know, All Hallows' Eve and turned it into something with candy, candy, but it was the world that took Easter and turned it into something with candy. It was like, That's well true. played, world. I, well feel played. Like, uh, I feel like the candy part had to have been a youth pastor. It was a, <laughs> it was a youth, or it was a preacher's kid who needed to restock the secret stash at the church. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but either way, I, I appreciate the that. free candy. Yes, thank you for the love and respect and Halloween fest. That, yeah. Now, the reason why we're doing this special Halloween episode is because as preacher's kids, uh, there are probably more of you that relate with what we're about to say than don't relate. And the truth of the matter is, we were not allowed to participate in regular Halloween. What did Halloween look like at your house, and why couldn't you participate in this, uh, we won't call it a holiday because it's not a holy day according to... Um, you know, every to get technical church sister. To get technical about it, yeah. So um, honestly, like, I actually probably err on the side of my parents on, on this one, a hundred percent. Okay. I don't really want to be celebrating something that scares me. Hmm. Like, there's not really much fun in that. But I will take your candy, and I will dress up my kids or whatever that one, whatever that looks like. But um, yeah. So um, I always went as Michael Jordan for um, Hallelujah Festival. You look um, like Michael Jordan. I look just like him. I play basketball. Some, you know, some people would say I was kind of right on par with him. Mm. Um, we both got cut from the basketball team in ninth grade, and so did Michael Jordan. So we had that going for us. Let's go. Um, but no, honestly, um, I was Michael Jordan um, for all the Hallelujah fests, and uh, yeah, you couldn't even do that, could you? No, not at all. Um, so we did not participate in Halloween because. We were told that if Christmas was Jesus' birthday, mm-hmm. that Halloween was the devil's birthday. Oh, yeah. And that it was the devil's holiday and we weren't going to support it. I mean. I mean, that's what we were told. Yeah. And we if were like, fits. <laughs> we were asking, you know, is there a chapter and verse for that? And the answer was, it is, but don't you argue with me, you do as I say, yeah. um, because I said so. And don't look it up. Exactly. Don't. Isn't it funny how uh, PK start asking questions of their parents and their parents are like, yeah, we're not looking that up for you. Um, anybody else, it's like because the Bible said. But when it comes yeah. to their kids, it's like because I said. <laughs> and you know, they take the parental, the parental liberties on that. I guess. Right, yeah. exactly. But we weren't going to celebrate the devil's birthday, no. and so our church decided to present an alternative. And so, if all the other kids were going trick or treating, then we would go love and respecting. Amen to that. So, we would not celebrate on the actual 31st unless the 31st happened to fall on a Sunday or a Wednesday. But we would go to the Sunday night or Wednesday night nearest the devil's birthday, um, also known as Halloween. And we would have love and respect. So, after the church service, they would dismiss the adults who showed up to a night service to a Sunday school classroom in the education wing of our building. And so they would stand inside the rooms or in the doorways and they would have their candy. And then after the service and only after you could not show up to the service dressed up because we dress up in our suit and tie for church, not in our costumes. Yeah. But regardless if we thought people were wearing masks. Oh, come on. Figuratively. Some people upset about a coronavirus mask when they've been wearing masks to church for years. 
Mike's drop. My drop. My drop. Okay. So <laughs> we would change into our costumes after church, but here was the caveat. Um, it had to be a Bible character. And it could not be the devil, a demon, Delilah, or Jezebel. Oh, Bathsheba? I don't know about... No one ever tried Bathsheba. Oh, too bad. Um, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's actually probably pretty good. I said too bad, but it's probably a very good thing. So, but Jesus, can you dress up as Jesus? Uh, no, I don't think anybody ever tried to dress up as Jesus. It might have been allowed. I'm not Baby really sure. Jesus? Not... I don't... I don't know. Oh, they missed a great opportunity. Though. They did. Yeah. Let me tell you about my brother James's costume now. Brother James? My brother. My biological brother. Did that make you Jesus? Maybe. Oh. I mean, most people who have met me would liken me to yeah. Jesus. I'm sure Olivia might wife. say something different. But. Yeah, she would say that I'm just like Jesus. Um, <laughs> but um, my brother dressed, he made a cardboard cutout that said Holy Bible on it, and he wore it, um, and he put a crown on it, and he went as the King James Version. No. He did. No. King James <laughs> Um, and that was probably the most you, applauded and awarded costume. You can't make that story of up, all can of them. You? you can't make that up. My <laughs> friend Matt got in trouble though. Here's what he did. He he borrowed one of his dad's dress shirts and buttoned it on top of his head. Okay. And then he had one of those like paper mache yeah. sculpted heads that he put on a platter and it had like all kinds of ketchup blood on it. Okay. And he went as John the Baptist after he got his head cut off. Oh. Disqualified. Oh, Too much yeah. gore. The oh. only blood we talk about is the blood of Jesus. Whoa, Amen. baby, that's a rated R. <laughs> but that would scare me. You could walk around the classrooms, and in order to get your one piece of candy or a handful, if they were liberal, yeah. would be uh, to sing a church song mm -hmm. or to quote a Bible verse, with the exception of Genesis one one and John eleven thirty five. Those were out; they'd been quoted too many times. John three sixteen. I think you could quote John three sixteen if you were like a newbie, but not if you were like a a professional church kid. Jesus wept and all no, that stuff. None of those. No, none of those. Yeah, Pray yeah. without ceasing. Yeah. Rejoice. You know, whatever. I, none of those. No, we need like something from Deuteronomy here. Oh yeah, we need something real. Yeah. Hey, um, Deuteronomy twenty two five. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. This was one of the most awarded candy verses. I mean, I've got the Bible memorized, so you don't have to tell me. I mean, I'm going to tell you anyway. I think you need to tell from me. the King James version. A woman shall not wear that which pertaineth to a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for they which do so are an abomination unto the Lord. Which was our PK verse for why girls shouldn't wear pants. And that's where you go. That's what Deuteronomy twenty two five. <laughs> quote quote the heck out of it. Get your get your piece of candy. Yep, get some M and M's. Was now did you have good candy or was it like chalky candy? Okay, so most people had good candy. I'll give them credit, That's but good. there was like you know Mrs. Butterscotch. That was all that she had. Like no. this love and respect night was no different than any other church night. She had her butterscotch ready. Um, and you had to be early if you were going to get one of those little strawberry candies because they, yeah. they went quick. No, real quick. That was a high demand. Yeah, those were in high demand. Yeah. Nobody likes butterscotch. No. Uh, Werther's original are all right, you know. What about like cream savers? Did you ever have like those Ooh, little things? Ooh, cream savers. That was like the candy of, that was the coveted candy of church. Hard side note. I mean, a hard side note. My sixth and seventh grade teacher, Mr. Jackson, anytime we got an important question right in class that he asked, he would say, this is a cream saver question. If you can answer this, you get a cream saver. And he comes up, he pre presents you this cream saver in front of the class, and you're like a hero. And right. now cream savers, they may taste okay, but to me, they're like the pinnacle of everything. Well, I'm not sure if you knew this, but they're actually a pretty anointed candy because Lifeway picked up cream savers and made life savers. 
but not what you're picturing. They were cream saver candies wrapped in Bible verse wrappers. <laughs> they'll, save your, they'll save your yes. soul and your breath. Oh, Amen. man. And that's, we should put those at the entrance. Absolutely, you should. <laughs> Who needs a bulletin <laughs> when you could have a life saver? And I, I'm a part of a life church. Amen. So, look, actually, we got life water here, too. We got life <laughs> water. That's amazing. I love it. This is a paid sponsorship. From Life Church. No, I'm just kidding. Come on, get your holy water from Life Church today. <laughs> and you can get your lifesaver as well. So, shout out to all the PKs out there who are not hitting the streets uh, this week to go get your free Halloween candy because it's against the rules. We're with you. We're with you in spirit. Not in- Halloween spirit. Let me be very clear on that. No. Not this kind of spirit, but we're with you in heart and soul. And not the spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Holy, the, the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. Ooh, <laughs> I felt the Lord on that one. That was powerful. <laughs> that was. So why weren't y'all allowed to go trick-or-treating? Oh, the same reasons. The, I mean, it was, why are we going to go celebrate the, the devil? Right. I mean, in theory, that's what, we were, that's what it was all about. So no, we weren't going to go celebrate the devil. Um, now, what we did do, what was really cool, is when we got past the age of our friends really kind of dressing up, and like kind of when that got, which honestly, like, there shouldn't be like 15, 16-year-olds going out trick-or-treating anyways. Uh, to me, that's a little, it's a little on the weird side. Like, I don't want to see a teenager dressed up coming to my house mm. asking for candy, but whole other, that's a whole other conversation. You don't need candy, day. you probably need help. <laughs> yeah, but um, once it got past the appropriate point of kids dressing up, we would stay home. And we would sit out on our porch. And actually, we'd even bring some friends or family over, and we'd have a fun time. We'd grill out and do all this stuff. But once it got time for those trick-or-treaters to come, we would give out candy. But not only did we give them candy, we gave them Bible tracts, invite cards to church. Yes. Um, we would say, be blessed, have a blessed day as they would go. Have a blessed Halloween. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what we did. Now, we gave out. My dad wanted to be the best candy giver outer on the street though like he was very serious about that he said his parents were the same um i guess i'm kind of like third generation of this like tradition of it and so yeah he wanted to be the same give out the best candy hopefully when i'm doing this i'm giving out the best candy as well the m&ms the skittles mm. like we had all those like it was oh, yeah. the Reese cups we had we had it going on um for that but there was also gonna be a bible track in there or they were gonna get invited to church either way they're gonna get a little bit of jesus yeah, I just want to say, you should not be trying to tell people about the king unless the candy you're giving away is king-size candy. And we gave out some very generous portions. Let's go. So, yeah, so it was, and then whatever, did, like, we got to eat it all along the way. I probably ended up eating more candy than my friends did because, right. well, my dad, he would just buy us a whole other bucket and just say, all right, this is your stack. Eat on this for the whole time. Come on. And we did. So I, my Halloween experience was great. But it was more of a, um, from, from the time I was like a kid, it was the Hallelujah Fest days. And then it was, it was Halloween, but it was Halloween that we weren't participating in by dressing up or going and doing anything. We were just going to get our best candy and some Jesus tracks. So that's how we celebrate the holiday. Tell me about a, a Hallelujah Fest. What, what does that consist of? Oh, it was a carnival. Okay. Fall festival. Tell me about the fall festival. Oh, you could bob for apples. You could, uh, oh, there was a, a praise like a worship concert that would happen. Amen. Um, I remember some mimes happening. Do you remember the mime days? Demonic. Yep. <laughs> Maybe a little creepy, but that's, that's what it was. Um, hay rides around. Um, we rented out this big um, 
Actually, in two places we lived, they called the exa- they called the exact same thing. So I had Hallelujah Festival in two different cities, mm. and uh, the first place was like this huge barn event center that kind of got turned to it. So it was really cool. Um, lots of games, like fun games, like the little cake walks and all that stuff. There was, of course, like some face painting and that kind of thing. And, demonic. And, you know, just all those... Lots those, of demonic things at this Halloween Lots of demonic fest. things <laughs> compared to yours, at least. I mean, I'm just here to say that ours was way more spiritual than yours. Yeah, is. it probably was. But we did have a worship worship concert. Um, we had some, like... Um, did it have drums or an electric guitar? We had some, like, stomp stuff going on. Do you remember stomp and, like, the... Uh, um, they would do some, like, dance type of stuff, and they would, like... Um, Play on trash cans, and they would like no, play on demonic. different things. Again, demonic, demonic, demonic. Yeah, All so we that's that's what we did, um, and it was it was a blast. It was not demonic, John. <laughs> it was so, a fun time. It's all I knew, though. It's all, all my friends were like, "We're gonna go out," and I was like, "We're going out too. We're just going to a Hallelujah Festival." Amen. And, Love and respect. Love and respect. <laughs> so, like we like to say, we're not just here to gripe about the problems. We're here to give you some perspective. Yes, and when it comes to the Halloween time of year as a preacher's kid, should you be one of those who live in a mm, stricter environment where yeah. the costumes and the door knocking and all of that is against the rules? Uh, can we challenge you with a few principles? First of all, jokingly, but seriously, uh, don't hand out literature about the king unless you're giving away some king-sized candy. Yes. And um, I don't even know if handing out um, Jesus tracks. I don't think a single person came to church because of that. Uh, it's doubtful. What do you think the percentages are of that? I think that most people filter through those types of things and they're like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah. Uh, we came for candy and you gave us this track. Like, what eight-year-old's going to say, oh, look here, we got to... Right. You know, oh, this Hershey bar is wrapped in a Life Church wrapper. I'm for sure going to save that. Like, yeah. be be strategic in how you get the message out because you know, like it or or lump it. This or is this is the one night a year when the mission field literally comes knocking on your door. Yep. So, if you're the person who gives out the good candy and maybe even accompanied with the the gospel tracks those kids are going to recognize you in public because of the way that you smile at them and the way that you uh, bless them when they come knocking on your door this yeah. one night a year. For sure. For sure. And have fun with it, but, you know, don't... Honestly, I'm probably going to do the same with my kids. I'm, they're probably not going to be doing too much Halloweening. Halloweening. Yeah. Halloweening. We made up the word. Coin it. Whatever works. Um, so. Yeah, I would just say, as a PK, enjoy these Hallelujah Fest seasons. And do everything you can to participate in them because uh, the things that frustrate you the most are often what God has gifted you to fix. Mm-hmm. And if your Hallelujah Fest or Love and Respect is corny and cheesy, you may be the person who can change it into something that becomes a community staple. Um, there's a song that, um, that says that Jesus takes with the enemy meant for evil. And he turns it for good. And he turns it for good. Hey, you <laughs> I mean, I'm a better Christian, so I knew that that came from the Bible, not just from a song. Well, I know it from the Bible, but I figured they may know it from the song. Okay, okay, I got you. I was just trying to be. Re- I was just trying to be relatable. Trying to be relatable and respectful of, of all those. Totally, exactly what I was trying to to do. Elevation Church worship listeners out there, Amen. That was an Elevation song, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, and I mean, this Halloween season. It's, it, it's a great time. It it's is. a great time to minister to people. It's a great time to be involved. It's a great time to make an impact. And I can say that the opportunities and events and things that 
the church that I pastored hosted during this season really did make an impact in our community. Mm -hmm. And the, the seeds that you sow uh, during that time don't always come to harvest until even the next year at that time. I like that you use the word harvest. Oh, thank you very How much. How culturally relevant of you. <laughs> Absolutely. The harvest of this season will take some time to, to take root and develop, but what you're doing in your parking lots, in your church hallways, and on your porches, most of all, is making an eternity of a difference in Amen. some people's lives. Amen. So don't be so upset by not wearing a costume, be excited about the people that you get to share the gospel with and be a light to during this season of tremendous darkness, depending on who you ask. Uh, absolutely. So go put on your flannel, have an amazing time, and yeah, pretty good. Amen. Amen. In, in, in the, the words, words of, of Bob the Tomato and Larry the Cucumber, God made you special and we loved you very much. Go follow us on Instagram, tell us your Halloween story, and we'll see you again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Preacher's Kids podcast. And once again, this episode is brought to you by the Order of Rights movie. Go follow them on Facebook, on Instagram. Go watch the trailer at orderofrightsmovie.com. And I mean, in Jesus' name, go enter that giveaway and win you a ping pong table or a PlayStation or some Jesus chicken, some Chick-fil-A. Everyone will thank you.